1: The evil sorcerer-wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent
0: balls of subtle fire. This week, when worlds collide... In the year 1951,
1: George Powell told us the world was going to end and we should all abandon ship. In 2012, Roland Emmerich told us the world was going to end and we should all get off the planet. In 2020, maybe it'll
0: finally happen. <laughs> <laughs> what is, Bellis on its way? Nibiru? Probably. Maybe we're going to get Project Blue beamed and we'll get like a psychedelic alien invasion projecting in the sky using Elon Musk's satellites.
1: Or we're gonna put our Elon Musk chip in our brain.
0: <laughs> and then he can just show
1: us aliens whenever he wants. There
0: you go. Hey, here's some aliens for you folks. No aliens here. Um, well at least right. not till the last shot possibly, but There's um, a alien plant, which I guess counts. Yeah. <laughs> also there was some like ruins, I think. That's my point, there's yeah. some
1: pyramids in the last shot. <laughs> no, right, no. There's an alien, which in my head I thought was from this film. Oh. I was waiting to see it, all filmed. And it's not from this film. No,
0: I knew this film didn't have aliens. I wasn't waiting for that. Um, this, this alien has nothing but white people. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we are going to get to that.
1: <laughs> no, there's a very
0: specific alien, which
1: in my head, I remembered as being from this film. And it's not. Have and I, now said, I don't know what film it's from. Have I said it when worlds
0: collide yet? Big ass eyes. Like, humanoid. Huh, big ass, that sounds like a lot of aliens. I know. Ass, yeah. Yeah, this is when worlds collide. I should, should, i mean, you clicked on the episode, and the the description said when worlds collide. So I hope we know this already. But if you didn't, that's our film because the film being talked about by Matt and Luke at the sci-fi sanctuary. I'm just trying to like play it, you know, differently. Every...
1: I know, yeah. I know, I know. I'm just—it's really. I just remembered that I never figured that out, and now it's really
0: bugging me. Okay, <laughs> Luke's, Luke's in a Hakata. He's in a search.
1: Oh, maybe it's the one from.
0: From somewhere. The one from a place. Oh, uh, no, it's not. Hmm. While you're Do that... you the 50s? I'll just throw out there. I guess this is one of the first, like, major sci-fis. It's uh, before Forbidden Planet, which we've already Oh, done.
1: It's, maybe it's these fuckers. Where's he from?
0: Okay, I see. Oh, you just blew my mind, too. Sorry, he's shown me. Uh, it's like kind of a brain alien with uh, goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big old eyes. Um, could it be um, the the one that they did for Alien? I mean, the Alien sort of kind of remake? Oh, This Island Earth. Oh, This Island Okay, that's definitely not the proto-alien. I can see why I got that confused with one. I can see like where it. you got that confused, too. And that's one we'll probably do at some point. Maybe in the Mystery Science Theater version. We'll see. <laughs> probably not. Anyway, yeah. So the like... whole film, I was waiting to see those guys. So you I thought, like, it. oh, the other planet is going
1: to have some aliens on it. There's going to be some action. There's going to be some... No. <laughs> no, it's a pretty conceptual
0: film. Yeah. I mean, for 51, it's almost ambitious uh, with that elephant in the room that we've already yeah. made a little reference to. But uh, but let's leave the elephant over in the other room just for a moment. and uh... <laughs> Get out of the room, elephant. Woo! No! Ow! No! He's shitting! The elephant is shitting! Oh, no! <laughs> so much shit! <laughs> Sorry, what am I... when I was a kid, I saw the elephant
1: shit and it's still in my mind. <laughs> Have you ever seen the elephant? I can't remember if it was an elephant. I think it was an elephant. Shit on Blue Peter. On Blue Peter? Blue Peter is a children's TV show in the oh. UK
0: where they, like, show you arts and crafts and you celebrities. They had an elephant in the studio and it did a big shit life on her. No, it. No, I was at the Atlanta <laughs> Zoo when I was, like, eight or ten or something. They It was, like, the elephant doing tricks and just in the middle of the tricks it just, like, let it all <laughs> hang out. <laughs> you know, feces-wise. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, George Powell's the director. it's one of the first... Uh, I, I don't... I don't think I saw this one particularly early. I think I, you know, went to it directly because I'm like, oh, I want to see some seminal sci-fi. Right. Well, yeah, see, I definitely watched George Powell's War of the Worlds many times.
1: I have not watched it many times. Maybe really once? Liked that film. Possibly not. Because <laughs> I talked about doing that one, and you were like, oh, let's do When Worlds Collide first.
0: Yeah, I, I like the whole, I like the worlds colliding, I guess. Mm, I'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> He'd already done a Destination Moon, which I had seen much younger. That's a good okay. one. I, maybe I should have suggested that one. But, maybe um, I check that one out as well. <clears throat> this one just happened to be in my I, DVD I, queue. I, I don't like
1: hate this film or anything. I just I was a bit disappointed by it. And not just because it didn't have the alien I thought it had.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, this kind of gets into almost my educational film headspace. It's like like three shades removed right. from an educational if I, if film. I'd gone, I think I
1: should have gone into it expecting something a bit
0: more like that. Okay. Because this is a
1: very dry film.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and very much... I guess Hollywood system, like yeah. like, like the, the not is awesome side of the Hollywood system. Right, where Everyone's <laughs> doing their job and it's coming through, and but there are interesting things. And the, here. the
1: spectacle and effects and concept is great. mm. It's just all the film. <laughs> the human element.
0: Hey, you're saying we need to go get do some old sci-fi. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, we're yeah. in the old we're in the old sci-fi. That that comes with baggage. Yeah. <laughs> but before we unpack that baggage, I will regale our listener with the story of this film, I suppose. Of when world's cooler. Now
2: to be today, the center of the sun has <laughs> a solar flow with energy
0: David Randall is a pilot flying top secret information about the end of the world from South Africa to New York. Planet Zero will shortly pass by Earth causing gravitational catastrophes followed by a hammer blow from planet Bellus two weeks later. The Heads, led by Dr. Cole Hendren, plan to pilot a prototype spaceship from Earth to Zero in the hopes that it will be a habitable new home. The whitest crew that ever lived works to make this happen, while Randall tries to bang Dr. Hendren's daughter, Joyce. The problem is, Joyce belongs to another scientist or something in this frackin' universe. Anyway, Planet Xyra's flyby causes some bad shit to happen. The spaceship's corporate backer justifiably gets put up against the wall. Randall gets an in to Pork Dr. Hendren's daughter, and the Earth is destroyed. Hope those weird pyramids on new home planet Zyra work out for all the honkies. There's really nothing. I mean, there's nothing much to say about the actors here. I guess we, we, we but we've been talking about the lead, a little uh, William Dare, is Richard, Dare. Richard Durs. Yeah, I even got. Yeah. I said William Dare. That was completely wrong. When you get right down to it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you are pretty off the bullet.
0: He's, he's also. He's also not the professor from Gilligan's Island, the mystery science here. This Island Earth episode, uh, movie like threw me off because yeah. they kept calling him that. But he is in This Island Earth. Yeah, he's also in. um A couple of
1: Star Trek stuff like that. Bit part character actor. He's actually... He does stand out in this. Yeah. As just, as like, a charming, likeable actor with some screen presence with a bit of edge to him. No, he is the lead. Right, no, but just... He's surrounded by such boring actors. (laughs) He actually comes across, like... 10 times better than the film he's in.
0: I think it's pretty much the same
1: thing in The Silent Earth, by the way. Okay. Like, but like that first shot of him where he's like flying the airplane while simultaneously like making out with a flight attendant. <laughs> he's like no, he's hippies He's Flash Gordon, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. But like he's, he that felt like it was from a film 20 years later. <laughs> that felt too cool to be in 1951. He's he very likable here. I mean,
0: uh, there there's some good things we're going to say about this film. There's some bad things. He's good. Yeah. Um, So uh, that's, I think that's all we're going to say about the actors or the characters here. Uh, Unless you got something else. I mean, the the doctor guy who's like
1: his love rival. Oh, right. What a dweeb? He's what? <laughs> he's such a dweeb. Yes, yes. Like, every, there was never a believable love triangle. As soon as the lead enters the picture,
0: he's just out of the picture. Do the little show. Here you go, buddy. Yeah. Although I did like that bit where he almost... He almost abandoned him. him in yeah. the helicopter. I thought that was pretty, like, yeah. Stuff. I, I, honestly, this movie probably would have been a lot more interesting if they did abandon him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you've got the, the like industrialist guy. Oh yeah, the prick dude who yeah. yeah, yeah. You're okay. He's good enough. You're very happy to see his comeuppance. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know, the actor is giving unlikable. him enough enough unlikable that you're very happy. But like his he's
1: he's, up he's up like one of those villains where it's like the yeah, actor didn't need to do much. You know, this guy's an
0: asshole. I'm villainy McVillain. <laughs> yeah, like you know.
1: <laughs> I've got lots of money and I think I deserve
0: to live and everyone else should die. Like, Well, that is a, uh, unfortunately, realistic trope, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I know, you've just got, like, generic
1: scientists, women who are just there to look free. Yeah,
0: I mean... And I, young. They all look so much younger than the men. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to put characters in, like, a, you know, some quotations. Which, which
1: I... I'll get into it now, I guess. That is my biggest issue with this film. It, It was just... Plotted and shot and done like a documentary.
0: what was all about the
1: the spectacle of the effects they're Right, here. but then the spectacle happens an hour in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. So that's just it's just an hour of boring people <laughs> telling you, "Don't worry, it gets good later." <laughs> <laughs> and like this film is about the end of the world, right? And I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was like they did make War of the Worlds. Which has a really palpable sense of dread throughout the whole film. So when you're like, oh yeah, this is just like, we might as well watch this one instead. I was expecting that feeling. Where from the moment the film starts, you feel like the Earth is about to get crushed by another planet. Yeah, this, And is- I just didn't feel it. Even when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, <didn't laughs> no they one seemed bothered, right? They asleep yeah. through it. And they're all just like, they get to the... They get to the new planet, and all will cheer and celebrate. It's like, you're the last 40 human beings alive. The <laughs>
0: last 40 white people alive. Right. right. Do we get into
1: that now? Here we go. <laughs> I feel like that needs its own segment. Okay. I want to just concentrate on the fact that this is a pretty boring film. Yeah. And, but, I, like, we've watched films where it's like, oh, it's boring in a way because it's an older film. But this, this is... Instruct- this was boring when it came out. It I
0: did. I believe it did like, the car ran out of gas, like, their budget ran out. Right. They weren't, they were, like, still working on it. That's why the, um, the, the new, uh, when you see Planet Zero at the end, they're, like, these ridiculous line sketches. Yeah, yeah. Because they literally didn't have any budget to make those into proper matte paintings Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) anymore.
1: But, the, to fix the problem, it didn't necessarily need more effects shots. Like, we've got, the ones we got were really good and were oh, yeah. enough. It's just the way it's paced and acted and written. This is, I guess, again, where my love of educational films comes in. <laughs> oh, like I said, I, had I approached it as this kind Knowing it was this kind of film, I don't think I'd have been bothered. But because I've seen George Powell's War of the Worlds, mm. and because I thought I was going to
0: be... You know, I thought I was going to have to face the end of the world in this film. <laughs> and I just didn't. Yeah, Destination Moon's uh, one of his other big ones. Um, also, it's it's when, when we do get to that, uh, I'll warn you now. Yeah, it's a little slow. Right. It it does have some cool stuff. I mean, this one has some cool stuff. Oh it yeah, has yeah. Some yeah. very innovative ideas, especially for its time. Yeah, and like when we do get the scenes of destruction at the end, and like they're flying through like the flooded New York and stuff. Yeah. Stuff was great. Like I the, think... the rocket launch is. Uh, that's this is the only movie that did that. Yeah. <laughs> Even now, <It> was great. <laughs>
1: But I think what it was, um, this film's perspective was too broad. It was jumping between characters. It was trying to show you newspapers, the flow of the whole world. Whereas what it should have done is just stuck with the
0: main character. At the same time... Showed everything through a perspective. One, this is a short movie, right? Yeah. I think they were trying to do the disaster movie thing without a template. Right. Like, in the 70s, you'd introduce, like, characters, they'd have their little dramas. Honestly, even that's pretty boring. But when is, like, the things. original, like, Poseidon Adventure? and stuff? Uh, like, 75 or something. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, there was the one before that, the one that was made in, uh, like, the tw- the 10s. <laughs> yeah, there was,
0: like, the skyscrapers. Earth- Earthquake might have been the first one. that mm. really. But but even, that's the 70s, right? Like I, keep, but like I keep saying, by War of the Worlds, he got it so right. mm
1: so it just, it just surprised well, this, me that he doesn't in this one. This Maybe that's because run. he had the book.
0: Yeah. I mean, Independence Day, we talked about and that, you know, pretty much step-by-step step follows the 70s disaster movie mm. template. See,
1: that one has a lot of characters, but it only gives you their point of view. Yeah.
0: This it doesn't movie, try and show you the whole world. This movie just didn't know to do that. Mm. They're working from a Hollywood system point yeah, of view. Books of already knew how to do that. Yeah, but movies didn't know how to do yeah, shit. I, I
1: guess. Again, sci-fi. Yeah, I, mean, I, felt- feel, I feel like we've watched <clears throat> older films that have done it better.
0: Well, Metropolis did it better. Yeah. We'll get to King Shape on. of Things to Come. <laughs> yeah, King Kong did it better. We'll yeah. get to Shape of Things to Come. That one does it better. This one still, it, it does have a weird charm, uh, mm. again, coming from that. Like, I feel like it is reflecting the period in mm. good and bad ways very strongly. Yeah. Um, but it reflects the period more than a real slickly made film. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a... For the time, I guess, somewhat slickly made sci-fi in terms of effects or whatever. Yeah, well, and it had... If it had been like this and
1: not had that right running yeah. time, I'd, like, legit hate it.
0: Yeah.
1: But over <laughs> 70 minutes, it was fine. Like, in
0: 1951, you probably don't have access to Metropolis. You don't... You definitely don't have access to, like, a good cut of Metropolis. And mm. Um, the other sci-fi you've got is like serial form Buck Rogers and Flash Gordon this is yeah. it you know yeah Forbidden yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Planets in the future War of the Worlds is in the future and you know much better sci fi is in the future
1: yeah I just went into it with the wrong expectations I
0: guess because yeah. I can enjoy like this is a dry old sci-fi
1: film this is a dry I love, old sci-fi I love the motion picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I just went into it expecting something so much well, the motion more picture emotional is, and raw the, the, the motion
0: picture is grandeur Star Trek, the motion picture. If you're this not is banjo when it gets to it, right? At the end. Yeah, it, it does, but um, yeah, it's. it's just, I mean, the rest of it's not. It's like, we got it for you at the end, but. And, and yeah, it had the grandeur. It had the, you know, just like the awe aspect. It had the nostalgia. They don't have nostalgia here, so. True. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, oh. Just, I like, did read this bit of uh, Star Trek trivia knowledge this morning, mm-hmm. that um, there are crates on the Genesis, not the Genesis planet, in the Genesis cave that are marked uh, Zyra and Belus. Oh, cool. So, Star Trek did acknowledge this film a bit, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
1: would this have been one of the first alien planets we saw in cinema? Is Flash Gordon count?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not counting the the, pre- the serials. I'm talking.
1: You're talking cinema. actual like
0: like feature movies. Yeah. This is pretty close to the start of it. Lost World is not that's Antarctica. Um, yeah, yeah. The, I mentioned Shape of Things to Come and uh, Metropolis, both of which have zero alien stuff. But the sophistication of this time you're talking about books, right? I mean, yeah, around yeah. this time is Asimov writing Foundation at this time. Yeah, you yeah. know that's like well, the H- hardest sci-fi H- H.G. Wells
1: had written in the previous century. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like So it's own.
1: Again, just films are behind. <laughs> yeah,
0: but this movie just had no template. So it's it's it is it has got a machete and it's going through the jungle, you know, and mm. not making the cleanest cuts. But it is making a path through the jungle, which which yeah. people will make use of in the future.
1: Oh yeah, as as a piece of history,
0: this film is you know
1: stupendous.
0: Yeah. And weirdly, I have watched this one several times. I I I see. I completely see what you're saying. It's kind of boring, Mm. but at the same time, it doesn't bore me. I it's. I'm not never gonna watch it again. I think if I watch it again, knowing what I'm going in for, I will actually kind of enjoy it. If you say I'm not never gonna watch it again, that actually means you're never gonna watch it again, doesn't it? I'm not never. No, I mean I'm gonna watch it again. I'm not never. I'm not. Okay, sorry. I'm not never. Going to oh, okay. I had to work like out your double negative there. Okay.
1: They really fuck with you, don't they? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's happened a couple times. <laughs> I just, you know, I just felt like calling that out and, uh, you know, uh, dissecting it and uh, taking a look at it. And it yeah, just, okay, you seem right. But when,
1: when I did Nothing Is Not Political, you got freaked out by that one as
0: well. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, if you want to freak me out, come on Facebook where you'll find me and get throw me some <laughs> double negatives and see how I respond. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Matt's not not a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't not hate your podcast.
1: <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, but like, if I go to it just like, okay, I'm just going to watch some very dry 50s sci-fi with fast talking, that kind of acting and stuff. Hmm. It's a
0: fun romp, but I went into it with very much the wrong expectations. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going grammar now. We're treading water. I think we have to bring the elephant back in. All right, should we uh, bring in start the a el- section and bring him in? Bring in the elephant. Oh, I thought we were going to start a new section. I thought you were going to give me an elephant sound. I was going to do it at the start of the next section.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to literally go out of the room, and get you to say elephant, come in, and then, like, run into the room making elephant. I'm not it's, editing this. Now everyone I know.
0: knows what we're doing. <laughs> There's only one way, there's only one way we're gonna get the elephant in this room, and it's an elephant song. Space is the place, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, space is the place, yeah, 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 yeah. space is the place.
0: <laughs> I went on that ship. I went on the Space is the place ship. It's called a ship as well. This is a very generic silver rocket. <laughs> silver rocket? Sorry, it's science you song it
1: got stuck in my head. When what I said are that. scientists compensating for? That's what I wanna know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Space is the Place made a statement with the um, crew of their ship. (laughs) This film made a statement as well, even if it didn't mean to. (laughs) I don't think it meant to, but... First, let's let's go a little light first. Um, There's one child on the ship. Yeah. (laughs) They just murdered all the children on the planet. Well, not murdered, but they let them die except for this one dude. I mean, you got 40 feel like half of the hell you get 50 if you let children on yeah yeah but i guess they would didn't know how
1: like difficult life was going to be when they got there yeah so better just let them all die instantly when
0: <laughs> the Earth. okay that's a that's a dark decision to make <laughs> but yeah yeah what uh, that's they really didn't notice that i think because i think even now people notice might not be like wait a minute they got one child on the ship because <laughs> i mean the they're if you had zero children, I'd question it less. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's the one that makes you think about it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so yeah, they got one child on the ship, and then and then how many people of color do they have on the ship? Well, because you'd mentioned it to me
1: a little while back, like oh yeah, I was watching World Worlds Blood and thought oh where are all the black people? And I was like oh yeah, we're in 50s film, And then when I was watching it myself, and I, it hit me like halfway through, like wait. They're building an ark, and they're all white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, the movie starts in South Africa, yeah. and there's no black people. The people in the UN, I think they have a couple Indians and a couple Middle Easter's that look like they're being played by white people. I'm not sure, yeah. They make a passing reference to other countries are also building arcs. Right. So does that mean that we got, like, 20 arcs? land... So we got 20 arcs landing on Zyra, right, that's but, cool? that's but they should still, be a little more mixed, maybe? That, that's still, that means that they think America is all white, Yeah. which is even more fucked maybe <laughs> I mean 1950 I guess in pop culture it was but in reality it certainly wasn't no right <laughs> so um you know black lives do not matter in this movie they really don't in this movie yeah
1: like and like yeah you say oh they it wasn't deliberate that doesn't excuse it right they are still reflecting their beliefs through the art they're making which is that
0: if I was to save 40 human beings, they would all be white. And you want to give George Powell a little bit, like, maybe he could have been, like, a little more progressive and, like, done that. But he's not Gene Roddenberry. He's also quoting Bible verses the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, does he do that more over the world? He, more he of makes, the world
1: he inserts some religious elements that were not there in the Because I think George
0: Powell it. was down with the fundamentalists, if I remember correctly. Yeah, her. um, H.G. Wells, I think, was fairly atheist. yeah. Or at least not particularly religious, whereas... Honestly, I think he's a bit of a eugenicist, but (laughs) we'll get to that at a different time.
1: um, (laughs) It gets... No, people often think that, but he was being satirical in
0: most of those works. Okay, well, shape of things (laughs) has come. I've said it like five times already. Yeah, I guess that one's... That's been on my mind the whole time we've been doing this podcast, if anyone's wondering. So Um, we just... We did Metropolis first, and we're doing this first. (laughs) But the... So the book version of War of the World is all about
1: evolution and biology and science. And the... Well, the Parson appears and is basically a pathetic character. <laughs> Whereas in George Powell's version, A, they add a religious element to the voiceover. He The film ends with him in a church, and that's where salvation happens. Mm. And the Parson character is more like a heroic,
0: tragic figure. I think I've got the same boner for um, that you've got for War of the Worlds for The Time Machine. Is that also George Powell? I don't think it's George Powell, but it is H.G. Wells. It's definitely H.G. Wells, but I, I know the book itself has... Um, is uh, like about basically about economics, <laughs> <laughs> kind of. which doesn't come through in the movie. I, I do like the movie, and that's another one I'm sure we'll get to.
1: Yeah, um, the not... only HGWs I've actually properly read is War of the Worlds, Time Machine, and The Invisible Man.
0: I think that's about the
1: same for I've me. I've got I've got this whole collection on my Kindle, and I tip into it now and then. But... Yeah,
0: I, I, I know for War of the Worlds, I definitely know the book a lot better, and then once the Tom Cruise one showed up, I, I've seen that one more in the George Orwell. War of the Worlds, the one which I'm most familiar with and most in love with, is the musical. Oh, right, we discussed yep. that already. From the
1: musical, the book, and then both films I like. But the War of the... Yeah, the Tonker is one
0: I prefer. I think I got that I like some tripods. on my hard drive off to go trial that one out for you. What <laughs> one? The uh, War of the Worlds musical. I think I, I, think yeah, I have I've it. I just it. haven't I've got both on versions it. on my phone. <laughs> okay. Should I watch or just listen? Uh, the, oh,
1: just listen. Okay. Yeah, the, the only visual version is the stage play. Right. Which I've been to. You, I know. I'm just like, yeah. But no, yeah, it's it's an audio experience, really. Okay.
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm no, not...
1: the, the correct version is just to listen to it and have the paintings from the record.
0: Okay. Oh, there. I need that little extra knowledge. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking up the... Uh, d- oh! He did direct the Time Machine. Oh, cool. Sorry, it was bugging me. I had to check. Guess he was a big... So apparently, Worlds Collide was also based on a novel. Time Machine doesn't get into the... Um... Oh, was, I think Worlds Collide is based on a couple of novels, actually. but well, um, Apparently, there's a 33 novel called When Worlds Collide. Yeah, I think the Time Machine doesn't have the religious edge. Okay. Maybe shaving that off was like a good call on George Powell's part. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll get to the time machine. I do that. That's fantastic movie. Um, I also don't hate the more recent one. I haven't seen that one. Have you not seen it? I've not seen that oh. one. Okay. Uh, in terms, of it gets one, a lot of stick, but it's actually okay. I, I guess uh, yeah. We've already, I guess we've already decided that we'll, we'd rather be on Sunrise ship if they'll, if they'll have us, which they, they might not. But but, <laughs> but this ship won't have them. So there's, yeah. I, I don't want to be on this ship. These what's up with the monk robes, man?
1: I I thought that was meant to be like a like an insulated survival
0: suit thing. Okay, it felt very Heaven's Gate now. It did a bit. Heaven's Gate sense. had the swank Nikes at least, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least Heaven's Gate wanted to build on a cool spaceship. What did I, I just watch something Oh, I was watching uh, uh, if if Dr. Aaron McDonald's listening, I, I did play contact for my daughter mostly. We're working through it. But um oh, cool. yeah, I noticed I actually had a clip of Heaven's Gate in there.
1: Ah. Oh, you know who's I found out surprisingly is into
0: contact? Who's that? Andrew from work.
1: Well he should be, it's a good movie. Yeah. But he just very rarely brings up anything geeky and sci fi. Yeah. Uh, oh what's that feel with? and was like oh, Contact he's like yeah 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 I like that one we'll be holding off of that because we just did Interstellar thing. yeah and we've done a lot
0: of modern stuff recently but, yeah. we don't even, I guess that's like 20-30 years old now. we'll just give yeah <laughs> but I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll always give a shout out to Contact when the, uh, mm. when the opportunity presents itself um, when Worlds Collide does not get a shout out uh, so I don't know is, is it just like a mission here is there anything else that with their no diversity crew you can't. Young women, older men—that's very Doctor Strange love, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it just reflects. This is what Doctor Strange have wanted. Yeah. This is the ship he wanted.
1: <laughs> this film just reflects the attitudes of the time it was made. Mm. And in by doing so, it damns them, and it the film is damned, and the attitudes. Are yeah, damned. I mean, this Everyone is this is about
0: is about the same time uh, Ralph Ellison wrote Invisible Man. Have you read that? No, I've read The Invisible Man. No, no, inv- that's H.G. Wells. Right. Invisible, man, Im- bl- 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 invisible Man is completely different. It's mm. uh, Harlan, not a Harlan Ellison. God, Ralph, Ralph Ellison, thank you. It. Yes, I got it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's a thing about basically the um, story of a black man who's invisible in society. Right. Like he's not like sci-fi invisible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a better book, and, to be perfectly honest. Read that. Uh, black Boy, man. Good books out there. Oh, okay, yeah. Native Son. The, yeah, I if know you want that. to have a Harlem Renaissance read through, there's some three titles that'll you know wash the taste of when worlds collide out of your mouth. I keep being reminded that I should read real books and watch real films. But well, there's three. Free I don't read. want to. I just want to watch space things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not so much space in there. it a little you, but they're they are quite good books. Yeah, I should. So, <laughs> um, are we gonna let are we gonna let the elephant off the hook now? The elephant's on a hook currently. I'm not letting George Pal off the hook. We're not letting George Pal off the hook. At but, least not to later movies. I mean. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, how much was Hollywood system, though? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I you can't one hundred percent Jane. Yeah, I mean, about. maybe it didn't occur to him, but no one pushed the point, and if he had pushed the point, he would have gotten resistance anyway. But that doesn't. Being down with the with the. Uh, that's a reason. It's not an excuse. Yeah. No, it's just this is what happened in nineteen fifty one, which yeah. is not
1: an excuse. It, like, I it just, I guess it just does point to how important Gene Roddenberry was. Yes. <laughs> like sci-fi is meant to be no it's like my crew everyone needs to like be a little bit different but he's the only it wasn't until then that the future meant socially progressive not just technologically right yeah this is all technology isn't it we had the same thing when we watched Bitter Planet right it's almost
0: Star Trek Mm. but that was what was missing yeah as as much rainbows as I blew up Asmos asked. I think he just doesn't even get down to it. I mean, you, you visualizing your mind, you're reading the book. They could be anybody. So, oh yeah, because doesn't care about human beings at all, right? <laughs> just ideas. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. No one. You know, we barely have characters, and usually when he does have a strong character, the book isn't one of his best. So, <laughs> right. Um, and then this isn't one of the best sci-fi, but it's it's. You know, if, if you're taking a sci-fi university course, you're you're definitely going to have to have have work through this one and, and you I don't think you'll hate it. Yeah, if you just go in thinking, okay, so the film's not going to
1: like give me a thrill a minute but I'm going to have some cool rocket ships and disasters and
0: effects and, you know, I'm going to have a time capsule of the 50s. It does that. So, I don't know, shall we send the elephant out and actually have a geek out about the effects which we don't always do?
1: Okay, bye elephant. <laughs> Woo!
0: Tunium, Geronium, Curium, Prometheum, Cold Fusion, Uranium, Thorium, Radium. So, yeah, the effects. That's something that was, again, the budget ran out in this movie. It was not fully realized. But what they were able to do was pretty cool. Do you know specifically where they ran out? Um, Is it just when they get to Lara? That's a, that's a clear marker. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Sorry, you mentioned the books I said it was based on, too. The second one they didn't get to, right? Because that's after worlds collide. Oh. When worlds collide, after worlds collide. I see. Yeah, so that's, would be the, maybe that's why there's pyramids. <laughs> ah, yeah. So that was after World's Glide, uh, but yeah, yeah. Those those drawings are that those were definitely like the conceptual drawings, and not yeah, because it's like it's like the final money shot of the film, yeah. and it pans around, and I'm just like, ooh. If you know that uh, Sunk in New York, I believe it's just a freeze frame too. Yeah, but it looks good. It looks good, but that was another case where they had run out of money because the idea was to do that properly. Yeah, yeah, but then you still get like the shots of the helicopter flying over,
1: like. Submerged rooftops and stuff, so it it meshes together into looking very impressive.
0: We don't get the worlds actually colliding, do we? We do a bit, and it it's like you see it through a window. Yeah, while everyone's asleep. Space is the place. That actually, did it better. Yeah, that that their <laughs> Earth explosion was surprisingly great. <laughs> Even though it was like totally like <laughs> like five cent budget, but fantastic. Yeah. Sometimes five cent budget's all you need. They had to buy the orange or whatever. It was. Yeah, watermelon maybe. But yeah. it was well,
1: it's because it's creativity, right? It's mm. not necessarily throwing money at a problem and uh I'm, if you just throw money at a problem you get iRobot.
0: <laughs> i'm gonna shout this louder when we get to time machine but yeah creativity and effects is the biggest thing i love the the time machine for me is one of the best effects movies ever even though half of the effects look like crap <laughs> and the effects here definitely don't look good to the modern eye but they they just have creativity
1: yeah and there is a spectacle to them yeah like when you see like the big ramp they've built for the spaceship, the when it's Oh, that's so average. great, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you're actually seeing the disasters happen,
0: a lot of it does look really good. The, when Zero passes, I yeah. think they do a nice little disaster thing there. Yeah, yeah that, they, that's the bit I'm thinking about. They if they great. knew Zero was coming, why did they keep the rocket right on the precipice?
1: No, you can I don't know. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe that's just the only way it could launch. Mm.
1: <laughs> that was a weird way to launch a rocket. I guess no one had really launched rockets. No, yet, this but. is like what like 8 years for Sputnik, so. <laughs> but like they'd wa- they'd launched like V2s. Did they have tracks? <laughs>
0: Are they on tracks on the launch pad? I don't,
1: well, they're on they tracks go- to get them
0: into position. Yeah. But they don't, like, literally go up some tracks. like a. Anyway, uh, Operation Paperclip had not gotten all the Nazis in place yet, so they really didn't know how they were going to do it. The Nazis just told them what crew to put on the ship, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, something I do like is uh, Randall partying, like, it's 1999. Just When he does find out the news he's carrying, he starts, like, just... Slamming down martinis. Yeah. It, like, like the thin man. What else you going to do, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else do I got in the, the notes here? You go rain in that D, daughter. Yeah, dad's pretty weird. He's like, just if we do want to love triangle a bit. Yeah, like He's just like, free loving dad. Yeah, I like this. I like this um, Harrison Ford
1: prototype better. Just go chase him. Yeah, that was weird. Well, and then she's just like, she's like, oh, I went to him. He's like, cool, he can come to the other planet then.
0: Oh, oh, uh, here's another, here's one of the weirder ticks on the Matt Nuke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary bingo thing is, Matt calls out soundtracks ripping off Shostakovich. Okay. Here's another one. It's, uh, they're basically recycling his themes from his Fifth Symphony. To be fair, I can't remember any music from this film. I do just because it was ripping off Shostakovich. Right. right? Uh, If you want to listen to it again, I'll send you there. Fifth Symphony.
1: Yeah, this wasn't a film where the soundtrack stood out to me.
0: Oh, oh, (laughs) the announcer... You've only got two weeks left. They need a radar for MASH or something. Yeah yeah. He was really just like <laughs> He reminded like me of a baseball announcer. I know mean, <laughs> he, he made me think of um Um oh god what's it? It's always sending a Philadelphia actor Charlie Day. Alright doing his Manic Spaceman Lego movie. It made me think of that. Okay, yeah yeah yeah. You've only got two weeks left, people, go do it, do
1: it. <laughs> They're like yeah, he I, well that's, that's back to my main point. It never felt like anyone in this film thought the world was going to end, <laughs> <laughs> apart from the, when the main guy's getting drunk.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing darts at the board now. But um, back on the effects, I was like late su- late '70s Superman didn't really do much better for the end of the world, Well, the end of California at least. Uh, yeah, no, oh yeah, yeah. The that's what I said. The disaster effects in here are spot on. Yeah, I'm just. Oh, here's one. Um, I, I made a note because they have one child in the movie because mm. they're not women children first. I kind of wish, like Batman Begins, like, this child also looked like (laughs) Geoffrey.
1: I mean, he he was a little
0: bit of a little creepy blonde kid. I know, I just, like, in my mind, I just had to plaster that actor's face on him because that made it so much more entertaining. (laughs) There was that bit where they go out on
1: their, like, little Mission of Mercy. They just left those people on that little island, knowing that the world is going (laughs) to end in a couple weeks. Enjoy your island, suckers (laughs) suckers yeah. <laughs> we might as well have just gone over and bombed them and put them out of misery <laughs> that's the American way <laughs> Bomb them into liberty you know you're
0: <laughs> free now motherfuckers all your individual atoms are free from being part of your body <laughs> we freed you from samsara <laughs> that's a dark way to do it <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry—the one where Doctor Strange Love, How the, um, how the millionaire. I think he's a millionaire, not a billionaire, right? We don't have billionaires. Yeah, yeah. The, I like how he can walk at the last second, just like Doctor Strange Yeah. Yep. I can walk. Didn't World say blows it, up. That. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to see. Him. I did like it when he had a gun under his blanket and shot the dude. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I just, I just thought we needed a few Gaddafi shots with him. Gaddafi? Yeah. Libyan.
1: I know who Gaddafi is. I'm just not sure what you're getting at.
0: He was taken out in the. the, oh, right. Or something. Yeah. You mean that the, the people should have gotten. Gaddafi didn't, like, deserve it, probably, but this guy did. He probably deserved it a bit. He deserved it a bit, but um, basically he was trying to take his money off of the U.S. standards, so. Uh, that's probably why he went out. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, I mean, let's face it, Libya's a shittier place now than it was then. And it, yeah. it might have been shitty then, but it's worse now. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yeah. But America. <laughs> Come into your business, see what happens.
1: <laughs> I saw a great meme the other day. It was the clip from whichever Avengers film it is, where Cap like gets the text and goes to see Peggy. But he's just sat there and he gets a text and it's like, um from the CIA. Mm. Or from a South American country and it's like, We just democratically elected a leftist president and it American's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> and runs out
0: of the room. <laughs> yeah. I I guess it's a QQ where this is like August thirty first, so you know, rest of peace Chadwick we just heard that yeah in rest ruse. of power that was a that was a hardcore bummer so that was yeah, yeah it was a real shotgun. so especially in this particularly honky film let's call out like a you know a Let's call it a uh, Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, part of me feels like we should do Black Panther, but part of me feels like we should just wait and do it. That's kind of why I just did it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do it properly. It's, uh, honestly, at some point, we're going to do the whole Marvel run. but um, I, I still think that should be a Patreon thing. That's, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it straight out, but yeah, that might be a Patreon thing. So, right now, we, we're definitely down with that dude. He's... Uh, Awesome. he's more awesome on screen than this cast combined including our, our Star Trek alumni oh 100% <laughs> and a very awesome guy off screen as yes. well so it's all he missed the
2: dawn streams of my feet
0: I don't always pose it to you this directly, unlike some other shows I listen to, but uh, does this film hold up? It depends on the context in which you're watching it. (laughs) If I'm
1: just like, it's Saturday night, I've got some popcorn, I'm going to sit down and watch a film? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I'm a guy who's, you know, hosting something called the Sci-Fi Sanctuary and wants to watch a bunch of sci-fi, yeah, kind of. <laughs> if, if you're
0: watching all the classic sci-fi, you can't skip this one. Yeah, I brought up Invisible Man and Black Boy Native Son because those are things I had to read in school mm. and enjoyed quite well. Right. You know, there's other books you have to read in school. I, I never made it through a Charles Dickens novel. Yeah, me too. I got an A in my English class. I passed every test except for Great Expectations. It wasn't what I expected. I got a sixty-seven because I gave up after chapter three and just guessed on the test because I knew I'd still get an A. Yeah, so. <laughs> one of my during uh, high school English,
1: one of our grades was for a um, oral, oral perform, like you know, giving mm-hmm. a speech. The very we got like we basically did one like at the end of each term, and the highest score you got was the one that counted. I got full marks on the first one so I just had free reign to talk shit for two years <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah that's what I'm saying so like, all my subsequent ones were just basically stand up routines right so if you got to take a test on this one we'll make it the one that like doesn't count yeah is uh, what I'm working at there. I
1: also think it is like we complain about you know the elephant in the room he's out of the room now but like it's worth seeing these films to actually like Acknowledge that that is a thing. People talk these days about like forced diversity, but you have to force it for it to be that not diverse.
0: Yeah, this film could have used someone forcing
1: it. If they went whatever, I mean, someone did force it. If you just go down to the docks and like, okay, we need forty extras.
0: They don't all come back white unless you've gone out of your way to do that. Right, even the UN people, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure those are white people made up to look um, ethnic. Like, it had scenes set in Africa, (laughs) and they cast all white guys.
1: That's a deliberate choice. Someone did that. To be honest,
0: in the 50s, that probably was the case of the
1: observatory, but... Yeah, yeah, but still, right? But still, of course. Like, each casting decision here was a conscious decision, Mm. and I refuse to believe that black people just weren't around at all I mean they lived
0: in LA at the time you know yeah
1: and you're putting together like a big cast of extras maybe like the main roles maybe in the Hollywood system there weren't black people to choose from but someone consciously chose to do this so when people talk about like oh they're forcing diversity down my throats
0: in the past they were forcing whiteness down our throats I'm just gonna throw this out and I'm like setting a fire here so (laughs) um Recently, Gone with the Wind is being basically canceled as a movie. And probably, in the most cases, you know, you would, right? But that is a movie that actually did cast black actors in subservient roles. But they actually did that, which this movie didn't even think about. Right. So that movie thought about it. Of course, they're also, you know, by making it like Civil War, they're going straight for the... the, Controversial jugular there too or this film avoids that but that mm. film did try and it's recently I don't even like it I'm not defending the movie I don't like Gone with the Wind to be honest but that movie's come under fire recently where they actually did try there's a now I know a lot of people a lot of cunts
1: <laughs> talk about like oh cancel culture it's ruining everything oh you can't I don't believe that I think it is good that mm. when powerful people do this shit they get called out for it um, I do think a lot of this, like, oh, we should take this episode off the air. We should stop watching this old movie. That's performative. Mm. That no one who's out there right now protesting that the police should stop shooting black men <laughs> gives a shit about *Gone with the Wind*. Yeah. The people who actually care about these issues are not the people who are saying. They should no, the these the, old the films, this, right? this was
0: like a Karen argument, basically. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like they're saying like oh, you know, we're going to stop airing the episode where blackface happens as, like, a tokenistic gesture so they don't have to actually change any of the power structures. Yeah. So, like, any time you hear someone saying, like, oh, I can't believe the council were gone with the wind, just ask yourself who's done that. <laughs> because it isn't the people who actually have anything to say. No, it's the some, people... It's some white guy in an office <laughs> trying to pretend he's woke while still continuing to take home way more money than he deserves to only share that money with other white men. And they generally shit on minorities.
0: No, it's like you feel good looking at that sort of topic, but you're doing nothing, right? Like the person that actually needs, that is in the midst of a struggle, couldn't give less of a shit about Gone with the Wind. And
1: like when people say, like, oh, it's important to preserve
0: history, right? (laughs) That is what
1: something like Gone with the Wind does. Where it's like, oh, we can look at this in its context and understand these ideas. And when worlds collide, right? It doesn't mean you have to keep up statues of Confederate generals, right? (laughs) Like, a statue is not just... You don't go there to learn history. You go to a statue to celebrate someone. So, like, yeah, tear down the statues of slave owners and genocidal maniacs like Winston Churchill. But you keep stuff in, like, you know, a library for when you actually want to learn, you can go and watch it. Have we discussed what we have in Atlanta? You've shown me, yeah. Yeah, You're freaking we got a big laser show confederate guys it's like carved on the side of a mountain and that so. like was not even that long ago <laughs> like, I think when you showed me I looked it up and it was like the 70s yeah like yeah. it's not like they did it at the end of the Civil War or something
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah um, if you're in, Atlanta, in in Atlanta you've got a whole mountain to deal with um, honestly I would say it's too much trouble to screw with you know just <laughs> so get a fucking couple bazookas and take it out <laughs> I'd
1: watch that. <laughs> or, every year, right, the start new- having a firework show, but all the fireworks are just pointed at it. After <laughs> <laughs> a decade, it would just be blood to The
0: new you. laser show, we, we point actual, like, real, like... Like, death punk, star lasers. ...potent lasers <laughs> at and see what happens. That would be... Okay, Atlanta and well, Eventually, National, there's do, just a hole through the whole rock. You could be a racist bastard, you could be progressive, but... Let's point lasers at it, man, and see what happens. No one can, like, say no to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should point lasers at everything. <laughs> <laughs> what, death lasers? I mean, different
1: lasers for different... I want to say something like that, of lasers. I was gonna Basers. Go, I was gonna, yeah, but that's basically just lasers. I was going to go different lasers for different blazers. James but Spaders. explain that, like, you know, if you're wearing a racist <laughs> blazer, you get the death laser... <laughs> If you're wearing, like, a disco blazer, then we just give you a laser to make, disco like a Disco laser. Shirt. Okay. I want to wear a disco blazer. I want a disco blazer. I got a disco shirt today. You are very disco shirt today. Yeah, I'm going real psychedelic with my shirt. <laughs> but they're also the same shirts you wear to work. It's been a while you didn't since worry. I wore this one to work.
0: Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> Well, you see, you wear these ones when it's winter and you can wear a jacket over it. Yeah, so You just yeah. get a little strip of crazy.
0: Right, right. I'm going full crazy today. Um anything else we want to do on this world before it collides nah pack it all in okay we'll we'll pack it in at um O S F S pod at Twitter yes Does it okay it didn't sound good coming out of me but it came out of me hey. oh, or do the same thing on Facebook Matt and Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary on Facebook uh, that's a that's a place to go yeah um, basically go to Facebook to talk to Matt and go to Twitter to talk to me go to Luke Love LKP. No, I, I'm, I'm, I lost. I lose. I lose. You can find my Pokemon
1: podcast on Twitter at Luke Loves Listen to that if you like Pokemons. Um, and you can find Matt's music at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. No one needs to leave the sanctuary today. They've collided. They've blown up. No, everyone should get on their spaceship and fuck off to a new world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Also, it's not much better than the one that I tried to get rid of. (laughs)
2: Off your mind, you will see that the stream just moves on. Events sometimes cheat us unwell.